0: Welcome, 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 welcome all to the latest edition of The Side Eye. I am Uptime Bobby.
1: And I'm Kate Clark.
0: And we are back, trying to get back on our routine, uh, giving y'all episodes uh, all, as often as we can. Uh, you know, this summer, we just hope everybody's having fun, enjoying the Renaissance tour. Uh, also think hydrated, <laughs> please mm. stay hydrated. take shelter, <laughs> take shelter, please. I hate it because sleep to be my favorite season because my birthday's in June. and You know, you think about summer, you think about family reunions, cookouts, get togethers, uh, not being in school for some people. It's just supposed to be a fun time, road trips, festivals. And now it's just like, woof, let me get in this house.
1: Sick let
0: me get in this house
1: so uh, yeah. yeah climate change was real and yeah uh, <laughs> uh real quickly to not not to bring it moved down this Mr Renaissance is uh arresting power to O'Shea Sibley, who was a young black gay man who was killed uh last uh, yeah last week between, on the 29th of July I believe uh with a group of friends he's out with a group of friends at a gas station dancing to Renaissance and uh, some men, a, a young man, a teenager, approached him with some other men, and, and ended up being getting stabbed. And uh, but, uh they just held a, 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 I guess like a protest, but also like a celebration, I guess, of life for him. Uh, I think yesterday, I believe, uh, or over the weekend, in uh, in New York. So yeah. man, so tragic, man. How um, how old is he? He's uh twenty-eight.
0: Wow, so young and. That's so unfortunate. I didn't even know he was dancing to Renaissance.
1: Yeah.
0: And just being see, this is why, see, this is why the there's such a fight still going on. Like we've there's been like lots of progress made, you know. Um, we know that we see how corporations get doing pride, you know, everything's rainbows, everything's this and that. But the reality is homophobia is very real. Homophobia is deadly, it's fatal. Mm-hmm. Uh, people continue to die, uh, due to it. I was so, um, so odd. Is I saw, I think it was commercial, more like a PSA for like, uh, I, I think the anniversary of uh, the Pulse nightclub shooting,
1: mm-hmm. That's
0: in June, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, man, that really fucking happened. Mm-hmm. And it's, you just sometimes get as a straight person, I think sometimes you get disconnected from the actual. Uh, fight still going on, you know the 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 fight to survive mm. for people who you know or uh, LGBT uh, BQIA plus uh, mm. in this country in this world, but it, especially in this country. And then you see a black person die, probably was probably killed by another black person, right?
1: No, I think. Well, to me, I saw the, the, the some of the video because it's, it's caught on tape at the gas station. He's been arrested, the young man. Uh... Uh, stab O'Shea. Um, uh, to me, he looked maybe. He said his reason for doing it was because O'Shea's, you know, dancing offended his religion. That's why I think he may be Muslim. So Middle Eastern, maybe or Middle, or, you know, Middle Eastern descent. Uh, oh wow, so, mm-hmm. that's a sure. whole
0: nother layer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so this is just unfortunate. And uh, thank you, Kevin, for uh, for bringing that up and uh, resting power to that.
1: Yeah, I, no I, I would, yeah, a, a final thing on it. it, it Have you seen the response from the community, within the community? But I, but in the, within the larger Black community, I think it's been a bit disappointing to see the lack of response. You know, I've seen more people comment today about that fight in Alabama. Uh, but and, with the white
0: with the white people and them. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. which again, I, mean, I, I get why that's being shared because you know solidarity in, in a different sense. But I see people having more energy for that. Or for all that, all that just hilarious mess, then for this, you know,
0: mm. and re- and really yeah, it's like Yeah, yeah
1: re- 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 really, things like you know people saying or oh, they trying to they trying to uh recruit or groom the children or targeting the kids, those type of beliefs along with religion, but also those type of beliefs, you know, and saying those things casually, you know, believing that or, or like you know spreading that or casually just saying things that 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 is that's probably continuing leads to attacks like this. You know, in my opinion, you may not think, the person saying things may not want to, you know, go out and kill somebody that's LGBTQ, but they saying that, especially like in a large public forum or repeating that in comments online or leaving those thoughts posts in the shade room, you know, that can push somebody, you know, uh, or inspire someone a little bit over the edge to go out there and do something, you know. And so I hope more oh, 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 people will connect the dots to that, you know. But, right, right, because it's a uh...
0: It seems small, but it adds to something. It adds to the culture of hate, you know. Mm -hmm. It it continues because things like that are contagious, Mm -hmm. Uh, that hatred is contagious, you know, and it it might seem small, but it's just adding fuel to the fire and creating this things like Mm -hmm. that killed O'Shea, you Mm -hmm. know, just that ignorance and just that, that hate for no reason. Like, this man did nothing to him. Mm. but it provoked but him just being himself provoked this man to stab him that's that's very unfortunate and and it's probably incidents like this that happen all the time that we don't hear about you know Mm. some people are lucky enough to survive but you know they probably got you know antagonized probably got eaten probably got thrown there probably got a slur uh told to them so yeah it's just unfortunate to see and i hope that uh I hope one day we can get we can get past this uh, and have some type of uh, way that we can all coexist. I know that sounds real. We are the world, kind of yeah. corny, yeah. but yeah, it's, but it's, it's, it's
1: true. Real. Yeah, yeah. Or at least live yeah, in thank- live, because even if you hate it, even even the young man hated the fact that he the old shit would dance with his friends. You could just simply say like, well, you could throw your hands up at them and just go inside and get your, you know. Red Bull or whatever, you know, it didn't have to come to that.
0: Right, right. It didn't have to mm-hmm. come to that at all, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just somebody just displaying joy or happiness, you know, mm-hmm. and that provoked you to want to take that life. Right.
1: You know, and and also, now your uh, life is oh,
0: over. Mm-hmm. No, I was just saying, now, now your life is over,
1: basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And also, uh, uh, shout out to Beyonce for, you know, she posted like a rest in power with she on her on uh, the website, for The Renaissance. Uh, so,
0: yeah that's good yeah, yeah she she's timely um that that's that's good to, to, to acknowledge because i didn't know i didn't you educated me i didn't even know he was day, dancing to uh to the renaissance mm-hmm. yeah um, Oh so, yeah, yeah that's just unfortunate but very unfortunate thankful thank you once again for for bringing that up because you know this this whole podcast is about just us talking about pop culture for the most part but you know at the end of the day we still are people Mm-hmm. And, you know, we see things and things affect us, you know, especially, you know, with you being a gay man, mm-hmm. you know, and then just being a person, shit, that's just heartbreaking. I saw that, and I was like, man, I was kind of jarred by it. Cause, you know, like I said, we were under that illusion that, you know, things have just gotten so much better. You know, things are yeah. just, you know, we, we like we just you got a pride money, you, just, you see the rainbows, you see, you know, you see all the acceptance. Well, mm. the right. appearance, the appearance of it,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and you, and you um coddled and coddled into believing that things are just, you know, puppy dogs and sunshine, but it's, it's, it's totally not. You know, people mm. are still dying at the hands of homophobia. So, and transphobia. Oh, one day, yeah, yeah and transphobia, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And one day it all makes sense.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, another side, boy. Since we're on this topic, man, it's just. The ignorance is just taking over because uh, we, I mean, it's an attack on knowledge for the most part, but attack on. And uh, in Louisiana, we recently had a a bill uh, passed, B7, they're calling it. I forgot the technical name and long name, but pretty much libraries are uh, having to take graphic novels, anything that depicts anything sexually considered to be sexually graphic or being reclassified as uh, adult. So uh, you're, you're taking, like, a, a large part of uh, a collection that could help somebody get through, you know, uh, a period of their life where they have questions about sex or maybe, you know, gender identity, you know, a whole plethora of things, all because some parent is scared that their kid is going to look at it and just, I don't know what, become gay or become sexually yeah. active? It's just,
1: yeah.
0: It's ridiculous. So
1: Good you know, hey, and things
0: mean. like that. Oh, yeah, what go, you ahead.
1: Say? go ahead.
0: No, I was just, I was just saying, it's things like that that like continue to to pump up this culture of, of homophobia and hatred that you know that lead to incidents that end up taking somebody's life.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, he was like even Florida—they got that told something about Florida—they they banned the AP class or or you know didn't go through it because they, it was going to contain um, LGBTQ uh, content or you know as part, part of the curriculum. So you got that going on and even that's even broader uh i think a video you, you posted in one of your stories about the uh the mess in houston with the libraries so, or, or yeah you know right turning into exactly. teaching centers i believe yeah 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 basically mm-hmm.
0: zoom rooms
1: basically
0: mm-hmm. rooms for students who are considered behavioral you know distractions and whatnot they're basically a new form of isis but they'll have like uh apparently the classroom on zoom or something i don't know but Why would you just not make an empty room, that space already, or just, you know, renovate wherever y'all have ISS? You know, why do you have to take a library and make it into this disciplinary place? You know, it's just more, and y'all doing this at schools that are predominantly black and brown, and they're already underprivileged, but now you're making it worse by taking the library away? Like, that's that's ridiculous. You're taking someone's job as well, turning a librarian maybe into a disciplinary, or you just getting rid of them, period. Then are getting rid
1: so, of them, uh, I believe, uh, in Houston, at least. Right.
0: Hmm. So it's just unfortunate. It's just, it's just, we're living in a really <laughs> odd time. So like like we said earlier, man, just uh, stay hydrated, take care of yourself, take care of your loved ones, and just enjoy the time you have on this planet because it's getting kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we're still here. We're still here. So we're trying to make the most out of it. Uh, first order of business, we are going to talk about the most recent controversy with Lizzo. Now, as y'all know, Kay Clark is always the more professional, prepared one. So I want him take over and give us a brief on the current affairs.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I think the story came out uh, maybe midweek, mid-week last uh, week. And uh, Lizzo had been sued by three former dancers. Um for sexual harassment and also, I guess, create an overall hostile work environment. Also, Lizzo's dance captain has been brought into it, for also uh, making him comfortable in terms of, like, because I'm thinking, well, first I get to the things with Lizzo. So what's being alleged is that Lizzo, um, while on tour, took the dancers to a uh, sex club in Amsterdam. And while there, she made the dancers uh, Touch some of the new, touched some of the performers, and if you know Amsterdam, it's like, not just a strip show, it's like a live sexual, but actually having sex on stage sometimes, which, no 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 problem with that, but the problem, the problem of the legend is that she made the dancers, you know, touch against their, you know, wishes, uh, and also made them eat bananas out of a woman's vagina, basically. Um, so there's that, um, and also there is uh, one of the dancers' legend that Lizzo was making, like, comments about her weight, but, like, sort of vague comments, like she was saying that she was told that her commitment her commitment, commitment was being questioned, which she took to mean that, that maybe she gained some weight. She gained, she gained some weight that um she may be fired from the tour or that they 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 were trying to tell her to lose weight, but not really tell her to lose weight because that was kind of, that would go against Lizzo's whole image of like, you know, biopositivity, everything like that. So that's the two big things about Lizzo and, and just in general, that she would like really that basically basically is saying like her whole public persona is alive because behind the scenes she's basically like you know uh very mean and very uh berates the dancers and, and very harsh harsher people and things like that um and also you and then with the dance captain you've had um them saying that she was trying to press her religion on them both by like preaching about i guess like premarital sex or uh i think this may either be the dance captain or lizzo they were alleging legend of the dancers who were drinking before the shows and they were accusing them of that uh so there's that that, that also, also part of the lawsuit's uh, initial filing. Um and then since then, uh a, a former creator director for Lizzo and a former dancer, I believe, have both said, like, you know, I'm not part of the lawsuit, but yeah, there's some smoke there, is what they basically were saying. And then you also had a um philographer, you know, documentary, I guess, who was originally working with Lizzo on her. Her documentary that came out last year, Love Lizzo, but quit after two weeks because she says that she found Lizzo to be very arrogant, very selfish, uh, not all what she portrays to be in public. And so her spirit told her to get the fuck away and she did. And so so that's that's what's going on with that. And of course since then, like everything on the internet memes have come memes have come about, you know, uh showing one one side Lizzo on stage, the week off stage and precious and you know everything else. Um so that's the basic gist of it. And Lizzo put out a statement uh, saying that, you know, this is not uh, I, I'm disappointed and I'm sad, and I'm hurt by these allegations and, you know, I, I'm not, uh, not a victim, but I'm not, not a villain that's being portrayed in the media, so on and so forth. So I guess now we just sort of wait. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, it's it's very tricky, right? Because the allegations more so sound like something that should be centerpiece in the courts of public opinion versus the actual courtroom. So it's, I, I'm I'm honestly not not really thinking much is going to happen to Lizzo with this if this is like a civil suit or something like that because I, I just don't think there's enough here to uh, win. I'm no lawyer, I'm no attorney, I'm no legal expert, but that's just my personal opinion on the matter because it just seems kind of just like. He say, she say, and, and I mean, how long has this been going on? I mean, I don't want to sound like people who were like trying to victim blame, um, you know, Harvey, Winston, um, mm-hmm. you know, victims. But it's like, why why was this held on so long? Well,
1: I think and... this is all recent, actually, because these, these are dancers, I like, think they, they were just on tour with her. And they got, I think one of them resigned and one of them got fired. And I think, I'm not sure about the other one, so...
0: Mm, okay okay well that makes more sense mm-hmm. so I retract that part but it's just I just don't think it's enough to, to probably win a suit but also it is enough um, to kind of put her in a bad light and uh, my thing with Little is this I um, this is going to sound real arbitrary and real small but a few years ago, Liz, Lizzo went to Twitter to bemoan a DoorDasher. It was it a real loud, real ugly affair, and she just went out her way to uh, just go about this DoorDasher bashing them, and she even added DoorDash, all that. It was just ugly. And even people you know, criticized her really bad about it, but I don't think she cared at the time. So it's just like, when I see people do little things like that, especially people who have like a lot of money or affluent it kind of rubs me the wrong way because it's like, why are you treating a service worker really bad? You know, unless you, you know, there's rhyme the reason sometimes with things like that. You know, you get really bad service and somebody like get disrespectful. But like something as simple as DoorDash and it's like a misunderstanding, you would think you would show some grace, especially because you rich. And, you know, you you probably didn't even just get on no life changing tip or nothing. And it's just like when when people treat service workers like that, I always kind of raise my eyebrow like, hmm. Because usually other shitty character traits follow, but that was just me personally when I when I saw that. and um, cause I, so I never had the facade in my head that she was just this very sweet person. I, I don't know the lady, so I just only knew what she put out. But I, I do want this to be a lesson to many of us who follow these celebrities, uh, who who like these celebrities, as, as you know what we know, or just like the idea of them that just because a person checks certain boxes on identity doesn't mean that they're honestly a quote unquote good person. And I say quote unquote good because none of us are completely good people. All of us have things that would be considered, you know, dark or bad or or we're capable of doing dark and bad things, you know, because we're layered. You know, we're people, we have moments, we have bad days, we have good days, we get irritated, we get mad, whatever. But the fact that, you know, sometimes with this whole culture we have now just Supporting people who are different from us, because I don't want to say guilt, but because, you know, it's just that they've been marginalized for so long that it's like now it's time to be respectful, but also, you know, put them up. So Lizzo is a large black woman, so she gets, you know, that lane. But it's like that doesn't mean that she should automatically be considered a good person, you know, just because she fits this mold of you know this uh marginalized section she's still a person who's capable of being bad or quote unquote good so yeah i hope this is just something we just continue to have discussions with when it comes to celebrity when it comes to like the way we worship or the way we follow celebrities because it's some of it i'm like man that's a bit jarring the the sex thing and the banana but but the weight thing i'm not surprised by that because let's Lizzo, so the same person who I think did a workout video or a workout session with uh, well, not. Well, I don't think it was Kim. I think it was Chloe. Was Chloe Kardashian, and she had. I remember the girls was mad online about it because it was like you know how can you be Lizzo and say all this stuff about being big and like, accepting your weight when you're in a, a a video with Chloe Kardashian like working out. You know, like this is like against you know what you stand for. Then Lizzo explained it basically like saying, oh. I'm in the room, you know, and I'm, I'm still me, and I'm still about this, you know, whatever she's trying to push. But you know, this is just another. This is taking it to a level, you know, why you standing behind Chloe? I don't know, but <laughs> I say all that to say is that it's a very layered situation. It's a, it's somewhat odd, uh, and you know, I, I think that hopefully she learns a valuable lesson on how to treat people, uh, the way you know she will want to be treated, and not to be so mean or nasty, and just know that shit can. Even though, I, I think she probably got a sense of, like, I don't want to say get out of jail free call, but she I think she started to feel like maybe she was bigger than who she was. And also that since people support her, like, flishingly because of what she represents, that it would never get out or never come back to bite her in
1: the ass. But, I
0: mean, hey, shit happens. Yeah. Well, I think in,
1: in terms of, like, the body Shame and I think that's that comment is so vague it's, it's open to interpretation you know it's, it's, yeah. it's like because she said um they said like said, I think she said the question of commitment it's like okay what does that mean it's like on the way you could say well okay I gained some weight so maybe she's she talking about my weight you know it's like you can you, you can you kind of believe that it's not it's not obvious it's not, it's not like she said you're getting, you're getting weak like get it together it's like she just said if well, I'm questioning your commitment could, could you know could that mean like was she not dancing as hard on stage? Was she showing up late? Was she not a person? Like, it, it could mean anything, really. So, that's I, I, it's kind of like I think that I think it's like more, it could come across as being like, you know, the event, the, the, the uh, their lawyers, dancers' lawyers, seizing on this one comment and saying, see, she's not who she says she is for the for, for you know, to, to, to sell her reputation in public. I don't know how much that would stand up in the court because, like I said, it's very vague. It could mean anything, really, as far as like questioning her commitment, you know. um. In terms of like the other stuff, I mean, I, it, it, I mean, it's a legend. It's, it's. I guess somebody will probably have to record something for 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 it to really, you know, be concrete. Um, but then again, you know, like with uh, the recent Carly Russell thing, you know, cases of people lying or or you know, make or absolutely lying and and being a total fraud about sexual harassment or sexual or any type of abuse, it tend to be very rare. So. More likely something happened. Um, I think it could it it could have been a case of like you know, to, to be on take on Lizzo's side of it, it could have been a case of like she thought these people were her friends, and the lines lines between boss, coworker, and and we all just hanging out got really blurred. It ate, probably ate by alcohol, and then it became something else. It could have been that, and then also and so, or also it could just be you know like with the dance legend that you know that she has uh that. You know, she has a side where they can be both uh, mean and, and um and um uh, and uh, arrogant or unkind, as the other person, that the, the original person, that's going to do a documentary. Said, um, I think probably with her, it's it's sort of like similar to like Ellen or like Rosie back in the nineties when she had a talk show. It's like whenever you get whenever a celebrity has it, like you know, they hope the whole image revolves around revolves around them being very nice. That that eventually becomes a trap. Because nobody is nice all the time, and I don't mean people just walk around being, you know, assholes. But it's just like nobody can be like the nicest person on the, on the earth ever to every single person they meet. Because because it may not even be because you're in a bad mood today. It's because, because you're going through something, or you're just, or you're just, you're just you know, uh, off to yourself or whatever. Because you know, people nobody can be to 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 be that nice or to, or to be that on all the time is not possible. And so when that becomes your brand, quote unquote that can be a trap because if you're not that, even if it was like, even if it was a case of like, you know, sometimes behind the scenes, you know, Lizzo, Lizzo can can be, you know, very mean or very like, or, or very, maybe off or, or maybe aloof, you know, it's like, that's not a criminal offense, but it goes against the persona, you know? So it could it could be all that, you know, uh, that's playing to this lawsuit. Maybe if her image was more aligned to say like a Rihanna you know where Rihanna doesn't necessarily have like a nice public image, but she is beloved by people. Even though she, you know, in part, um, she doesn't have a, sort of quote unquote "I'm um, capital N nice" image that Lizzo has. Right,
0: I didn't even know it was considered to be as nice as people are saying. I just always kind of got like,
1: well, what, what, uh, I mean, what, what I mean by nice, like a whole her whole brand is like you know. Positivity and I'm, and I'm your best friend yeah, in your head positivity. and and, and yeah. well, just, just positivity in general. Like and she even if watched the documentary. She made a point of saying, "I'm going to write positive music." Even though people, even though people, people may think that's corny. That's my thing. That's what I'm going to do. You know, and even with me, someone who likes some of her lava of her music, and some of times it does it does come across very like um, after school special. Some of it. You know, yeah, I I, which no fine, but I I, I, like the songs I I tend to play over and over again are the ones that I that when when she's like when she doesn't do that as much, where it's like where the the positive message is like more uh, implicit instead of explicit, if that makes sense. Um, So that's what I mean when I say she has like a quote unquote nice image. It's like you know, just that again, you know, positive positive. So no matter what. but it's body positivity, but it's positivity in general, just you know, it's like everything's up and fun and and and, and light, and you know, and, and like even even the down moments are like temporary down moments. You no, know, it's, it's 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 never like an Dale level of like heartbreak, so sort of they right, like right, a, right. you know, it's sort of like that. You know, um, that's why I say I say nice. And I think that can be, it can become a trap or something because if you hear that's why it's probably what's so jarring to people uh, to hear these allegations. Um, because it's so opposite of what the image is in, in general.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I understand that. And when you put it, when you break it down like that, it, it makes more sense about the whole uh, nice thing. I just, uh, yeah, I just hope we approach celebrities different um, coming into some scandals and whatnot. Because I don't think every scandal is worth canceling or throwing them out. You know, I don't think Lizzo deserves to be. Canceled or whatever for this she just needs to learn a valuable lesson on be careful how you treat people because even though you think you know we won't find out or no one else will tell someone or it's just one moment you know people people hope when you treat people bad people remember that shit like point blank people remember when you treat them well people they definitely remember when you treat them bad so you know you would think someone like Lizzo who's been through you know some of the shit she's been through would, would get that but you know like fame money changes people too or, or well, like they say, you become who you always
1: been, or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but no matter how marginalized somebody is, they're still capable of of, of uh marginalizing somebody else. Particularly, right. if yeah, they, yeah, if they, get, if, if they get, yeah, even if they, especially get a position of power, so exactly, you know, exactly. Um, you know, yeah, again, you know, assuming that this is exactly the dancer's version of events as of how it happened. Um, I would say moving forward. Because I think I don't think I do this is like a career killer for her. I think it. No. I think it, I think it will definitely change perception of her uh, in terms of like you know how, how, how much does the image on the stage true to behind the scenes you know, that sort of thing. People probably question that more than they have before. But I think going forward, I would recommend a strong um, separation between work, work and 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 play. Go play with your friends. Keep in the group chat. Don't. Don't 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 go out with your dances because things can get, get, get misconstrued very quickly. Um, I would I think I would recommend that. I'm sure her lawyers probably recommend that for the going forward. Um, you know, that's, that's that's the biggest takeaway I would get. And if, and if it is the fact of you know ego and because I mean that's a huge you know this has been around for a long time, but in terms of being in the public eye, she's only been she's only been like huge, huge successful in the last four years. You know, that's a huge life shift. You know, in terms of like not just money, but also fame. People looking at you, people analyzing you, and also you know the fact. let look the fact that people really hate some people. Really, most people love Lizzo and and lift her up. There's also people like that really really hate her and love to right. like you know and love to like come for her. Even with this, like the second that I just came out, I read I was reading comments on Billboard on on the IG page. It was just you know mostly white folks, uh, but, but you know other comments too. But just tearing her, up, just using Houston to, to get off their fat jokes, to get off their, you know. Um, oh, I hate this so good. It's like, it's not even about the damage. It's about just the fact that he hell so much that they last something took her down. And this happened to be it, you know. So I don't, all that mentally is probably a lot to deal with, you know. Uh, and so could that have manifested in her, you know, being mean to the people that was around her on stage? Possibly. Maybe that's something to all look at. Preferably, probably in therapy or whatever needs to happen, you know, because typically we don't know, you know. Um
0: Right. It's, it's just a severe, ugly event. But also, man, what's a celebrity wide scandal? You know, every celebrity has a scandal. You know, you, you kind of need that to, to add to the legacy, you know, from Whitney to Mariah to, to all the queens. <laughs> well, well I will say... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, so even Beyonce, you know, you just need... It has to be a scandal at one moment to just keep, the, keep things fresh, you know?
1: Well, I don't know if you want this scandal. With with, with Mariah, her scandal was well, really her first scandal didn't really come to, It was more of a backlash, really. It was more like she had to break down, and then little flop, and then the album soundtrack album flopped, and then she had to kind of come back. With Whitney, obviously, had a, her um personal struggles with addiction, like behind the scenes, that was really her thing. You know, it really was really wasn't so much allegations against them as much like their own personal, you know. Yeah, issues stuff. yeah i don't, right. I don't just know i honestly love if you if, a, if you're a DOV you want this to, this to be a thing um i guess <laughs> i, I think of somebody to go go back further old school maybe somebody like dana ross like, of course like, dana ross never accused of like you know sexual harassment but right dana ross for a long time she had the image of being you know of being you know uh very tough and very rude to people mm-hmm. Now i think over over time that mellowed and it's kind of been washed away. I think just as long as her career went on, but you know that was her thing that she kind of had to fight, had to kind of overcome for a long time, or it stuck, stuck with her for a very long time, because of like a public persona. Um, Maria is another one, so that temperamental persona, at least in the earlier parts of her career, in a way that kind of helped her, but the way that it, it, it hurt her uh, in some ways. And then, but as she kind of went on, I'd say when she gets like early two thousands, that kind of had passed, you know.
0: Right. So yeah, all in all, I think Liz will be fine. Uh, I just hope she learns from this. Hope things go forward because people, man, people forget shit, man. And, and well, she's I, not gonna I, lose.
1: Yeah. Well, and I do hope that something forward. did actually happen with the dancers that they do get that they get their, you know. Uh, I'm not sure if I was My, say Justice, I'm not sure if there's any criminal charges to be filed, but because it, it sexual harassment. Oh, like a civil but suit? It, yeah, if something did happen, I hope they get, you know, some sort of compensation or, so, or some sort of, you know, uh, what they feel can make things right for them. Because, you know, let's not forget, if, if they say it's being alleged, I mean, you know, you shouldn't be making people eat, you know, bananas out of people with the giants if they don't want to. As, as crazy as that, that sounds to say. You know, very, but, you, but you should
0: <laughs> Very odd behavior. I mean, I'm not King shaming, but goddamn, like... You know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's not a good look, Luzo. So, yeah, I hope, I hope things uh, get better for her, and I hope she takes this with – she's taking it well. You know, I, I saw the post she made, and that was good. It wasn't it wasn't absolving all fault, but it was also kind of like, hey, you know, things aren't the way they're being, you know, perceived or whatever. So, I don't know if she'll do an interview. Nobody likes doing TV interviews anymore. I, I guess that's like a thing left behind.
1: I, I, I mean, and to even. If I mean, if you had to pick, if you were a celebrity and you had, you had to pick a way to, to quote, quote unquote shape your narrative, it's easier to do it with an IG press release or going live on Instagram or whatever, you know, and talking directly to the people that still are uh, supporting you than having to Man. go out like, the Diane Sawyer route and having a silver couch and... and... To Oprah <laughs> but, o- 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 definitely, but like, I'm just, I mean, yeah, Oprah, Oprah yeah, but like, you know what I mean, like that whole model of like, of, like you know, having the prime time interview is like an hour long where you sit on the couch across some <laughs> Oprah or like Diane Sawyer and, and they're asking and, and you have to sort of like navigate their questions and, and, and make sure you come out unscathed. Between that and, and going on Instagram. Instagram is a bit of an option because you don't have to worry about your answer. Some, someone asking you questions that you didn't have to sort of like dismantle and, and interpret so you don't come off looking like you, you know. Right. Yeah. I think the last
0: big one we saw like that was Gail um Gail King and Arthur Kelly. What mm. was that? That was like what 2019, 2018? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he goodness. could not handle the pressure. <laughs> he couldn't handle much more
1: so So Ray basically <laughs> asked him straight out, do you like change? girls? he said, when you say change, what are you talking about? Like that. Like that was just right. Geez. I mean. right. Yeah. But shit that
0: they want with Gail, he just he just lost it. <laughs> that that was, was uh
1: say. that was manipulation. That was I'm gonna throw a fit so you can feel sorry for me and comfort me. And so and, and then uh, we can forget about what's actually what we're actually talking about. That's what that was. Mm.
0: Yeah. If it's the if it's the brand, for sure. So man, as we oh, this is this is really a perfect time with this whole episode because she's on the soundtrack. Uh, mm, yeah. She actually kind of had a part. Uh, one of my favorite parts where she was like augmenting the song mm-hmm, yeah. with the character. <laughs> so yeah, Lizzo is in Barbie, but not actually in Barbie, like on the screen. But she's in the movie singing her song and then you know changing it. So yeah. So now we're gonna talk about the Barbie movie, which is like the surprise hit of the year, summer. Um, uh, I I can't believe it's so big. I remember when I saw the trailer. Well, not like the teaser. And I was like, how are they going to do this? Because I kind of get it, but I also don't get it. How are you going to make this last for like, you know, an hour, almost two hours? So I kind of went in and blind. I didn't really know the, the real plot. I didn't know what was going to happen. I knew Issa Rae was in it. You know, I knew, you know, the, the Margot and um Brian. But that was it. And I was pleasantly surprised. I actually enjoyed it. I, I was... uh. Kind of blown away. I didn't cry. I know some people cried, Uh, but I, I enjoyed it. Uh what, what were your first reactions to
1: it? Um. Well, I I had an inkling that it could be a big thing just because, you know, the sort of campiness that Barbie has can appeal not obviously women uh are the top. I would think women because it's not moving for children really. It's a, it's. Uh, Women, oh and, yes. yeah, definitely I, not for children. Yeah, I think women will be a target, target audience, obviously. Just, have, just so many women, girls grow up playing with Barbies, and then they kind of probably, as they mature and become women, you know, they their thoughts on Barbie probably evolve and change, and they probably you know it, it's it's a, probably very much a thing. Just to, to for like a better word, with, you know, women and Barbie, at least in America. So I was I wasn't I was surprised to hear there'd be like a, a big audience for it, but also the campy factor of it you know, that would appeal to the, to the gays. <laughs> um, cause I'm, I'm not someone who ever played with a Barbie. Um, I played with action figures, which are basically boy dolls, but anyway, but I, 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 I could, especially from watching the trailer, it felt very, it felt very like silly, but normally silly and also kind of fun and frothy, um, in a way that would appeal to a lot of people, especially in the summertime. So, so walking in, I wasn't sure what to expect, but I figured it'd be a good time and maybe some emotional moments, which it pretty much was. It's, it's, like, it's very funny, kind of tongue in cheek. It's not so at all uh, in terms of the message they're trying to convey. Um, it was basically, it's, you know, basically Barbie Land is a is a is a matriarchal society where the men are kind of afterthoughts. All the Kens and Alan, I think was his name, um, and then uh, oh yeah, Alan, and then, and yeah, then, Barbara, and then yeah, then once Barbie, yeah, then once and Ken go to go to the uh, quote unquote real world. Uh, Ken sees that that is shooter is a patriarchal society in the real world. And he takes that back to to Barbie Land and turns it into, into into the kingdom. Uh, and then the Barbarys have <laughs> to sort of realize their own power and wake up, and then take 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 it back from the Kens uh, before they vote what what to change it permanently to the kingdom. Um, and but then through that they also they also realize at least Margaret uh, Robert who plays stereotypical Barbie she realizes that you know well putting things back the way they were wouldn't be great either. It's like the kids have to have their own identities outside of the women, which, of course, is a low key. Uh, well, not so, not so not so low key. Uh, pointing out that hey, you know, in the real world society, women are the ones that typically have to do that. <laughs> um, and so you know, it, and it's basically, and it ends with Barbie decides she wants to leave the world and uh, become a human. You know. Um, and so, I mean, so I, I I enjoyed it. Like I said, it's not subtle. but I, guess, I guess think it's the point. It's not supposed to be subtle. The whole world is kind of artificial, and I think they went with that in terms of like just like saying saying all the quiet parts out loud, basically. Um, and I mean, it, it does very much stick to gender, and well, very much very much sticks, very much sticks to uh, women and sexism and you know misogyny and patriarchy doesn't stray too far from that you know the, the two, two of the main characters are um uh latino doesn't dip into race or anything like that which i think was probably a wise move because given given who the main people involved were behind the scenes and making it uh Gritta girl gerwig and i guess Margaret robert was probably the executive producer you know they stuck to what they knew which was probably the best um in general yes yeah, it's, it's 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 good it's it's, it's, you know, it's it's a good time it's it's fun it's it's, it's uh it's it's emotional at some points, but it doesn't take itself too too seriously. Um, it, to me, I think I think it's definitely something that be, could be rewatchable. I could see it be, having a, having a status like you know a Mean Girls or a Clueless. You know, in terms of like people watching that and quoting lines from it and things like that. You know, so yeah. yeah. What what do you think? Wow. No, there I can't hear you. No
0: nope. okay, so I like you telling uh the part about Ken because that was the thing when I went into the theater that I was not expecting because I was like. I didn't know what the I didn't know what the I didn't know what it'd be about. But when it, the Ken going to the real world, seeing how things went, and then like the aha moment, uh, and he went back, I was wondering what the hell was gonna happen next. And then you know he pretty much becomes like the antagonist. Hmm. So that was interesting. And also the whole it it was real deep. I wasn't expecting the shit to be that fucking deep. That's why I was like, don't take children. I mean. <laughs> It's really for pre-tween. I say yeah. teens and, and yeah. And,
1: and but I would say probably kids like ten and ten and up, twelve and right. up. Def, def, definitely for them. Yeah, not little little kids. No,
0: no. Which I kept seeing a lot of. I was like, oh lord, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was good. It was it was a good message. Uh, I, I I saw after I saw it, I saw somebody said it was just hitting you over the head with uh, wokeness, and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like. It's a Barbie movie. It actually made perfect sense because Barbie's like you know was for girls, for little girls, and it was showing them you know. Then you know once they got to a more uh, enlightened place, they you know they start creating different Barbies, and you know it just it it got better. So if of course if you were to make a movie, you know that would be like what I guess Barbie Land would look like. It just I don't know. It just worked. It worked. It made a lot of sense. It was a good script. they made the most of what they had, and I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna make a sequel. I hope they don't,
1: but <laughs> uh, I, I really I don't, they, hope they don't. I don't know. I don't know if they really will. because I mean, to be that that ending felt very very definitive. I mean, 'cause like, once she yeah. when, once she leaves the human world, the Barbie world, and becomes human, I mean, what's that to go back to? You know, she she's made a decision yeah. to live out her life as a as a human being. So, you know, right. And a, her you know, Right, there's no really no push pull anymore, and I think that reaction, as far as you said, to people saying it woke, I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that probably came from, from from a guy, probably some guy online, probably. But I've I've seen yeah. that, I've seen that reaction among some men about about just just they don't either don't get it or they don't understand it or, or they don't understand why people want to see it. It's like you know, <laughs> which I kind of I found a bit funny. Is just is just like you don't really don't understand it. Like I mean, I'm sure you would go spend an hour and a half and watch Twisted Metal. Or, 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 Ninja, or, or Ninja Turtles. I mean, there's that, first of all, because just to bring it over to the guys, I mean, so, so, so many of us grew up, grew up with Ninja Turtles, you know, there's that nostalgia factor of, of playing the games and, play, and watching the cartoon and playing with the, playing with the dolls or the action figures. Um, you know, so you really don't get why maybe women primarily would relate to this movie about that and what it means to them. I don't, you know, I don't see a disconnect, which kind of proves the movie's point in a way. <laughs>
0: Right, exactly. It proves the point. And also, why wouldn't Ken like Ken has always been just like an accessory, you know? Like, like they even say in the movie, it's all about Barbie, you know? It's not about Ken. Ken was just an accessory, and then he came with, like the butt of all the jokes, you know, not having genuine, all that. And um, so it was obvious that the movie would probably take that route with him like being just a side character, and then eventually he grew. Tired of being a side character when he found out, you know what the real world was. It just, it's the movie took me back to like, kind of like the eighties with the campiness and like the way it was like kind of breaking the fourth wall and winking at you and it, it, it felt like some John Hughes type shit, kind of like <laughs> or, or it, just, it, it was it just really well done. Like I, it felt like a passion project. Like it was something that the the, the director and screenwriter like. Kind of think, in mind, yeah.
1: yeah, oh, yeah. What, and what, what? well, I was gonna say, I think a lot of her movies that she directs, really, girl, really like. I think uh, kind of like her personal passion projects, like she directed a uh, Little Women a few years ago. Uh, I think that was like a big personal thing for her as well. Um, so I think that's kind of her thing in the way, in the same way. Say, what like someone like Edward De the kind takes on things that sort of like you know, her, like her personal like passion projects. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's similar to like to. Ruta go Goberg, I think, is what I know the films that she's done. Right. So,
0: give it a huge uh, thumbs up and applaud it for even existing and making it worth watching. Because I was like, "What the fuck is this shit about?" And then when she had that first thought about death, I was like, "Oh wow, this is yeah. this gets getting dark." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So even, going is- back,
1: even going back, even go back to the memory real quick. Aside from just that general at first reaction there was also even amongst gay men, there was this, there was this other reaction like, "Well, I'm not going to see." See Barbie, like the rest of you, Bob. I'm going to see uh, Oppenheimer. And it's like it's like, well, all right, girl, you go in and put on a parade and go see with the with the rest of the serious gays, you know. Wait, this was amongst the gays? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, like, yeah, some men is beating their chest about like I'm not going to see Barbie. I'm 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 gay, but I'm not going to see Barbie and pink gay. It's like, all right, girl, well, do you? Oh
0: wow. I, well. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, I missed that one, but you know that's weird. I, I didn't even it's... know about Oppenheimer until <laughs> the Barbie like references, like the Barbieheimer. I didn't know yeah. about that. Like, I feel like Barbie should get more credit for for promoting Oppenheimer than Oppenheimer because mm-hmm. I didn't know nothing about it really. It's,
1: just,
0: I, I don't know. I mm-hmm. missed that one until the the Barbie connection happened.
1: Yeah, but yeah, that, that's that's it's like it's a similar to you, like guys who like who say, like you know I ain't the rainbow type of gay. I ain't this type of gay. It's like just they gotta. Show how I'm not gay they are and 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 safe from the mountaintops, you know, over the rest of us. You know.
0: So is this often with a lot of things? Like, or was this just like something
1: that was just happening and just and I, I say I say it's the legs example of a particular attitude of like, you know, like I don't watch drag Race. Like them, like oh, oh I don't do this, or, I don't do whatever is like the the big thing amongst the in popular culture that's associated with or could, or could be associated with gay men, particularly. I can't speak for the rest of the communities, you know. Um, whatever is a big thing amongst gay men at a particular moment in popular culture, is all is usually somebody, some queen, and put some stats on Facebook or on Twitter, like you know, yeah, I'm gay, but I ain't that type of gay. I ain't, I'm gay, but I ain't I ain't the rainbow <laughs> type of gay. Or y'all, y'all, y'all feels about the baby, but he ain't he ain't offend me. You know, the pick me shit. You know, <laughs> that's, that's usually my response. Like, did you did you get pick sis?
0: Down. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> oh, but Barb. I'm, yeah, I'm straight and I didn't feel that about Barbie. I'm just, like, I wanted to see it. I went with my sister and we, we kind of, we both enjoyed. It. I, I just wanted to see what the hype was about and see
1: mm.
0: exactly what they were going to do. And, uh, yeah, I saw a, a funny review from a gay guy saying he didn't expect to cry, but he it cried. Yeah, it know? is
1: emotional at certain points. It's like, you know, um, I don't know. it so it's, I didn't cry, but it definitely was like, oh, okay. I didn't know it was gonna be like, you know, that really hits you in that sort of way. Cause it's yeah, about like, cause you know, like what it means what it means to be human and what it means to be and figure out how the world works and how little uh, and like I said change, change being a part of life and how that can be scary, but also something you have to just accept and deal with and you know, yeah, it's 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 deep, but it's not deep, <laughs> you know, yeah, in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: it's not gonna have like leave the movie theater one and like change your life but it mm. definitely was deeper than what i expected for mm. sure i was not expecting like barbie to be gonna do like an existential crisis you know mm. and um figuring out who she is and who she wants to be i was like what like mm. and i thought it was cool how they did like this is stereotypical barbie they ain't just say she was white barbie they're like you know this <laughs> is like kind of like the og barbie like mm-hmm. you know like and then there's the other Barbies. Hmm. So, it, it was cool, but I like I, liked, I, I liked the diversity of the cast. Somewhat, I still don't think there was like a well. I think there was an actor who who is gay. There was a Ken, but you know, never like out out.
1: You know. Yeah, whatever, I, but. I, like I said, I think it's similar. Like I said, they have black barbers in there, but then and, and Latino uh, barbers and other types of women in there, and types of types of Kens too. But they they stayed away from that largely. They they focused on more like the, the the gender politics of it, like. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, just it, 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 it kind of stuck to what they knew best. But I think it, it probably was for the best, uh, right? Because because really you know, naked. yeah, so through a can having a gay can, that that takes away more because I guess they could, they could say they could have of comment on that in terms of the masculinity part because you know, gay men on the picture, you know we we deal with shit too, but. Mm-hmm. It is I think it would have like taken away from the overall, you know, story with Barbie, maybe. So.
0: Right, right, right. So yeah. So I'm sure if or if they possibly do a sequel, they they would probably, you know, do more with that aspect, but hopefully we we don't get a sequel. I don't think I hope that like you said, the ending was pretty definitive. You could just make one of these and never do another one. So
1: mm-hmm. I hope so. Yeah,
0: because if they they make a sequel, I'm
1: not watching it. (laughs) Yeah, I I I, I don't I know I don't know where they could make one from. Really, like I said, you know, she she left and now she's a human being, much human being. I mean, and Ken's all finding his own identity. It's pretty much a (laughs) wrap,
0: Right, because you could have you you honestly could have just stuck with the existential crisis thing and then probably say Ken turning into a dude bro for like the sequel. You know, if that was the vision, but kind of crammed it all in one move to like, you know, just get it all out there. You know, because who, who knew it was going to be a hit anyway, you know? So it's like, you might as well do all you can to make this movie work you know, by going down every possible avenue and then see what happens. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, though. Would you watch it again?
1: Yeah, I would. Like I said, I, I think I think it will... I think it will... Uh, I think it has rewatch value, too, because it's, it's, like I said, it it's it, it with some so serious moments, but it doesn't take itself so seriously. It's not fun. It's a very fun movie, and so it's like the same way Mean Girls was like deep, but not deep, because it was about like high school politics and how women have to can't share their emotions openly, so they have to like they come out sideways, and you know, and kind of kind of like how high school can be like a dictatorship, <laughs> but it was so that was like really really funny tongue in cheek dry way. You know, I mean, it's like twenty years later, almost and people are still saying like you know. Uh, Stop trying to make a pitch happen or getting loose or going shopping, you know. It's been almost 30 years since Clueless, people still wear that outfit. You know, Clueless mm-hmm. was based on Emma, which was a story from the 19th century, but yet this version that was made in 95 is still rewatchable, you know. um So I think in that, if it's in that, lin- Lily Blonde is another one. Um, so I think it's part of this lineage of like movies that are like light and feminine and girly, but also have points to make which I think the light and feminine part goes over the men who complain, complain or people, the people who complain about this being quote-unquote woke. They always seize on the, the girly feminine parts and say like, oh, it's not serious, so I shouldn't take it seriously. Meanwhile, these are the same people, that many of them that will give you a dissertation about Star Wars, which I also like, but I'm just saying like perspective. <laughs> think about what you like and how it's like not that deep, but also deep. <laughs> hello you there okay I can't, I can't hear you again
0: can you hear me now no. can you hear me now uh oh. i don't know what's wrong
1: with my phone
0: Oh. Okay, I'm. Sorry. I don't sorry. know what the hell going on. Huh? But uh,
1: the last thing you said, Kevin. Uh, I was saying I think it does have rewatch value because, like I said, I think it's a part of a lineage of like movies like Legally Blonde or like um, Mean Girls. Foolish. I did think about Legally yeah, Blonde. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a thing. These like, movies that on the surface are very light and funny and fluffy and frothy, but underneath that they have like it, they're making points. It's just it isn't right. as serious about as it. a quote unquote maybe a quote unquote. Uh, Serious Academy film would would be, and I think a lot of times that's what that's why they get dismissed because particularly by maybe some some of the people that complain about it being too woke or or that's going to be bothered by just the movie itself, you know, it's um the girly feminine part of it or just like the you know the, the pink of it all <laughs> it seems seems to like get them dismissed, but it's like many probably many same people, most of them guys will probably be, really be can give you like a dissertation on Star Wars or like. You know, or right. like, or or Lord of the Rings, or whatever the fuck. It's like, you know, well, look at what you like. It's like it's 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 not that deep, but it is that deep. So think about it. It's not that it's not that much of a leap to make. Why people like these movies and keep watching them over and over again?
0: Right. And, and I, I don't know. I just don't think. I just find it so weird for men to be that much into the. Uh, ego and like this perceived notion of manhood that they couldn't even enjoy a movie, like a light movie. Like y'all niggas, damn, y'all niggas can't have no fun. Y'all, you just oh, we gotta go, you know, change the transmission or some shit. This is, this is weird. <laughs> I can't even think. And I I, I, then for you, you know, you breaking the death of me in the gay community is like that. so none of y'all like Mean Girls or none of y'all like none of those movies where well, you know, you know it was a, a pretty girl protagonist and you know everything goes
1: around it, like. Well, I think with I, I think with the gay man part of it, I, I think that comes from the men who, who usually make a point of always saying like what they, how gay they, how not gay they are as a gay man. Those are the men who like so badly want to be part of quote unquote boys club that straight men are a part of that, that they perceive should be able to be a part of. Um, you know, you don't have to think about necessarily like you know um, yeah, I'm going to see Barbara whatever, but like to them it's like well, if I go see Barbara then I'm one of those gays and the, and the straight men that that uh, who. I'm not, I'm, I, that further shows I'm not part of the quote unquote boys club. And it's like, well, if, if you really know men that are inside of that, most of the street men, they don't like being part of that shit either. It's stifling to them, <laughs> 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 which they all seem to get. That's, that, that doesn't click. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's just, it's, so it, come, what, it comes from that, I think.
0: Right. And it makes perfect sense. It's totally a, a disconnect mm-hmm. uh, for sure, but. Like I said, man, don't, if you wanna see this movie and you or anybody that enjoys movies, go see it. This is not bad at all. It's a lot better than I expected. And I think it's gonna end up being one of those, uh, I don't wanna say cult classic, cause it made way too much money to be a cult or anything, but it's gonna be one of those movies that's like remembered as like uh, cute and all that stuff. And I'm pretty sure some end up being in that class of, like you said, Legally Blonde, Clueless, and uh, a few other movies. Like
1: that. Yeah. Because it
0: was well
1: done. Yeah. Like, I've already seen drag queens having a big Barbie sign and everything else. I mean, I'm sure Barbie was already a popular thing amongst uh, drag queens before that, but it's it's renewed it. I I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody, some queens recreated a whole little dance sequence as part of a drag regime if they haven't done it already. For sure.
0: For sure. Because there was a lot of dancing in the movie. And like, you you just implement that into, I guess I said, but, um,
1: yeah, same with the girls or, or recreating the Renaissance looks as we speak. Same right. with
0: this, exactly. Or when the Greek season comes and you know, you got the AK lines, and mm. it's gonna be a lot of Barbie references and ripping me out of plastic. I'm acting brand new, you know, because I'm in the Barbie box or whatever the fuck. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are in a uh, Barbie Renaissance, so. We'll see what happens, but but I'm I'm glad the movie got greenlit. Fortunately, when things like that are successful, here comes like the copycats or just you know the capitalistic part. So Mattel mm. talk about they want to make all these other movies very weird choices. I even saw Uno in the movies to be made list. Like how do you make a movie about Uno I, unless you uh, go like a Jumanji route and then it's like... don't do
1: that. <laughs> I mean, Jumanji Jumanji was say. good but I don't, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they want to make like, yeah, a I boy, don't know. what the fuck I, you do with Yeah. Movies? I I can't think of like a, a boy equivalent as far as like an action figure that has that sort of like iconography amongst men, really.
0: Um I mean GI Joe, but then yeah. they has been like yeah, so. that's it just they've tried to do that with live action and it did not work and yeah. I just don't know. I don't know what you can do with that, you know. Mm. Uh you can kind of make the case for Transformers cuz you know that was always actually about the toys. Hmm. But like, Transformers is kind of like unisex. You know, those girls that like Transformers too. Everybody like Transformers. But I that's the only equivalent I can kind of think of. And, you know, it is what it is.
1: I think it would have to be about video games in general. Because I think it would, if, if it was going to be like something that would, would connect more with me and, you know, the whole thing of like being a gamer and sort of like, you know, relating to video games and that stuff, I don't know that's a bit more it's not straight
0: it's not straightforward nah it's not i just don't i just don't think man deserves that much attention with a movie because i mean most of the movies you see in box offices feel like they're more geared toward men like like the fast series and shit like that
1: well i'm trying to think i think i think i think creed does a bit of that did a bit of that with the with the trilogy, even though I still haven't seen part three, but I think the two I've seen, I think Creed was doing that, and I say before that, I'm maybe some other ones. I can't think of at the moment, but the big one I think that really hit, hit a core hit a core with men, probably was Fight Love. Um, oh
0: yeah, we haven't seen that kind of mm-hmm. again since, but yeah, I saw Creed three; it was decent. Uh, I mm-hmm. hope that's the last one in the mm-hmm. series. But um, yeah, you're right about white. Yeah, that definitely uh, resonated with a lot of men, especially the white ones. Mm. Uh, pretty pretty big movie for them for the for the quote unquote culture, um, but yeah I don't I don't know man that's crazy I don't even know if you could do that again Fight Club
1: yeah uh mean you mean you you think you couldn't make a movie that would resonate so much or or you think you couldn't do that movie in general
0: just resonate because you you still can make it like that uh mm. you know but just it being a big hit like that because now they I feel like they you just throw some shit like that on Netflix. And, you know, people whoever want to come watch it will watch it, and whoever don't care about it will
1: not care. Well, about it. well, in a in a way, the fact that Barbie itself has been so successful and, and Oppenheimer, these you know these are well, Barbie's is like not an original IP because it's you know the toy, but the fact that you these movies were helmed by, you know, our tours basically, Rita Girlrig and uh, Christopher Nolan, and they were successful. To me, that show that should show exactly, hey, if you put effort and money and marketing behind the original stuff and not just an endless stream of like, you know, remakes or reboots or, or just Marvel movies. People will go out and they will watch it. <laughs> you know.
0: But they shouldn't. They they definitely shouldn't make another one, though. Don't make another boring movie, y'all. Please don't. <laughs> Let's let just have one movie exist. We don't need a sequel. We're fine. It's okay. <laughs> like, Please let Marvel continue to be that machine that pumps her out all the fucking sequels. <laughs> uh, what else? I was gonna ask you.
1: Are you going? Do you plan on seeing Oppenheimer? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's, right. it's like, it's like a, I mean, I'm sure I've watched Christopher Nolan. I watched the Batman trilogy that he did. You know, Batman Begins, <laughs> Dark Knight. Uh, what's the third one? Dark Knight Rises. Uh, uh, right. I mean, so, I, in general, I, I like these movies, but you know, I don't know. Three hours and. Tortured male genius shit. I don't know. I, I gotta be the worst <laughs> for that. <laughs> did you watch?
0: uh, uh
1: Did you watch Tenant? Tenant? You said yeah. The last I one. Tenant. I I, I'm, I actually haven't heard it till you just said
0: it. <laughs> yeah, it was the one with uh um, uh John David Washington, the Zell son. Oh no, name? I
1: didn't see that. One. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: He he was the yeah. star of that one. Okay. Plus, I heard with Alphonso, he left out some stuff. Uh. They left out some stuff that could have, you know, uh, been I guess interesting. interesting Maybe the wrong word because it's it's stuff that actually happened. People actually were hurt. Um, basically, in the area that they tested the bomb environment originally, it was an area where people were living. It wasn't it wasn't fully just desolate land. And they basically told, they, they basically they tore those people's houses down and like shot their livestock and made them work for them to help with the project and then after the project they got sick because the the the, the people that were working there that weren't white they didn't didn't get uh proper protective gear so they didn't get sick and dying. so you know oh that's not included in the op- in opaharm from what i've been told or what i've heard and so <laughs> yeah but maybe i'll put i'll watch it if it comes up on you know TVS, yeah, well like so, yeah, like, yeah, probably something like that, yeah.
0: Um, A part of me still wants to go to see in the theaters because I always, Christopher Nolan fans always say, "Oh, you got to watch it in theater, you got full effect." But I'm like, yeah, yeah, I I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when I get there, but we'll we'll Mm -hmm. see what happens. I I Mm kind of want to see more movies now after seeing Barbie because I'm always like that after I leave the theater. I'm like, well, I want to see something else, and then I never go back like I have the last few years. Because last year I only saw one movie. And that was uh Black Panther too
1: I mean last well, saw two last year so Black Panther so uh Whitney
0: oh yeah yeah is Whitney screaming yet probably okay I need to check it out I need to check it out so Kevin anything else catch your eye in news or anything else you want to uh touch on real quick before we get ready to buy uh,
1: and new wells well, TV shows, I don't think else. I'm, I'm almost done watching the bear second season, so I'm um, got you right. here for something Which after I need that.
0: to catch up on so we can uh discuss yeah. soon. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, as far as news, um, I mean, I'm trying to think what's, what's been on this week, uh, or recently, I know. Well, they had a mess with Ask him sitting down with Tucker Carson. Carlson, Carlson, so there's that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I'm
1: uh, I I'm, I'm,
0: uh, I'm just wondering when a black man gonna stop uh want to be so much like a white man without his belly aching about that sandwich. It's like they get rich, right? Which is already yeah. like a, a win. But when they don't get their way the way they wanna get their way after they be, after they've been getting cozy with white people didn't want to play victim and it's like man like ice cube you are you're successful you're rich you're wealthy and i think once you made this basketball league you got the impression that okay now i could do a lot of shit i didn't think i could do you know you, you got that quote unquote seat at the table hmm. but when they when you get that seat at the table and they don't pass you the peas and they pass it to somebody else then you you sitting up there looking like well, well, well where my peas at <laughs> so now you now you want to get on TV, and now you want to do this play, or you want to cry, or whatever the fuck. And it's just like, man, I'm I don't want to hear this shit, man. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: figure it out. I <laughs> well, know. I mean, I think he, I think his defense was the standard defense. About I, I can talk to you about it. I want to talk to you, whatever. I, I'm an independent thinker, which is is the classic tell of like oh, old, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, you can talk to you if you want to talk to, but like, look who you're talking to that the person you talk with to has a history of like you know basically advancing you know white supremacy arguments encouraging stress about the election uh less than white nationalist arguments like you know like have you watched you don't even have to watch barely have to watch the show his his show his former show on Fox News for the last how many years to know what he does and how he does it so when you sit down with him and he's like, hey, I just I watched four minutes of a piece of I watch a piece of interview and the interview was like about 20 minutes altogether I think um and they were talking about um transgender uh people and and basically and and i can tell by the way that Tucker was phrasing the question like he said you know i just identify as male and i think there's something wrong with that and they don't cute," like yeah like i am who i am like if i was you know if i was uh if i said i was a pigeon like that'd be crazy right it's like like is it but you know, but uh and yeah and, and i expect everybody else to call me a pigeon that's like weird right but like you know um Trans some people want to wanna to bend they bend the wheel, earth they will. That ain't how it works. And then he went and said, well, Do you think then Tucker was like, oh, you think they we'll can make a bigger deal about race than we should? And he's like, and he's like well, he's like, yeah. It's like, because there's black people, I don't I don't get along with it at all. And it's so white people I get like along with along with, you know, perfectly well. And so why are we talking about it so much? I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I was watching it, I was like, mm, you're getting finessed in real time with no Vaseline. Because oh. it's it's like you have been too famous for too long and done too many interviews and not know that when you get that type of question, first and foremost, you say systemic racism is definitely a thing. That's said, on a personal level. There's black there's, like, people get along with it and don't get along. But then you answer the question. You don't do that because that can get used and, and cut up and 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 posted across all the conservative blogs and websites and on Fox News. And like asking says ask racism isn't is a big deal. You know, it's like... Do you, you know how this works you know right like you're know if you sitting there comparing comparing folks to pigeons and talking about how racism is a big deal but your whole first half of your career was all about how it's a very much a big deal
0: <laughs> right but the, I, I, we talked about this before mentioning when it comes
1: to like dave Chappelle, kevin Hart. But niggas get lonely and they need somebody to talk to you yeah
0: niggas <laughs> know they know what it's like they're able to dissect race really well or oppression to themselves as black men. But when it comes to the idea to other people who are marginalized, they get lost in the south. Yeah.
1: You know, it's just. He, he, that's the special thing. He, he wasn't he was doing that with the race part. It's like he, he went right into like, yeah, it ain't a big deal. But because like, because I get along with white folks, and I don't get along with some black folks. It's like, mm, mm-mm, don't do that. Come on. <laughs> Even with that, like he, he fell off with that. Getting back to friends issues, but she, here come Neo today. I, I saw some some clip he, talk, he did with Vlad of all people talking about how you know um my son came to me and said, "Dad, I want to be great." He's gonna rock with that. Like I came from a time when it was men and women just two genders. Like, like first of all, when it comes to how to treat the, the, the one gender, other gender women, you, you ain't got a lot of women to talk on a personal level, Sister wild shit. But like you know, it's just again like you have not. You are, you, you, you'll probably say, well, this is my opinion. It's my two cents. I'm a dad. And he probably going to that people press out it's like, Okay, but you're not informed, nigga. You're not, you're just talking. You're just saying words. words. And you think because you're rich and you're successful and people probably around you probably always tell you, yeah, and you've got a certain amount of clout and you got, in terms of asking you, you got like legendary status. It's like, that don't mean you all make a rap about everything. <laughs> You know, just because you exactly. say it how you say it, you say what you said, well, people forget what you didn't say can't say it. What you said was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is why I just, sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. I that white lady
0: told LeBron to shut up and dribble. Sometimes I'd be like, man, when it comes to rappers, it'd be like, man, just, just shut up and rap. Like, <laughs> shut up, just stick to the music, nigga. Cause y'all just,
1: nigga just, just get a nice podcast with Killer Mike and y'all can trade rappers, talk about how, how Capitalism gonna save us all, Black folks, and get an LLC and all that shit. Don't go into college <laughs> and, and, and 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 just give him sound by to use for for future segments and people to cut up online to to talk and whatever else to use it to further their own agenda. You know,
0: exactly. And that's the that's the gist of it, man. They, they don't care about actual liberation for all of us. They just really just look out for themselves. And then when they get they don't get what they want. Then that's when they want to pull the whole oh me as a black man who's being pressed called hmm. That's like nigga, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 the gist of it, man. So that's that with Ice Cube. I'm glad you broke that down. I didn't want to watch it. i I
1: don't want to watch this. Yeah, shit. Like, so I, I wa- Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I watched a clip, but but I watched seemed like i got a general gist of what was going on this is a whole oh, yeah. i'm gonna sit down because i can sit down whoever i want to sit down with and be gonna talk about whatever and it's like yeah fine but like you, you know you've been used right like it's like you know how it's, you know you should know how it's gonna go so i'm, I'm watching it. somebody who hasn't been famous for the last almost 40 years and, and worked in active media and having to deal with people's perception of you and all that stuff like you should this is something you should know <laughs> right you know, you gonna talk all if you gonna talk all that, at least talk with talk. Like I said, give Killer Mike or somebody Chuck D somebody. I don't, know, you know. <laughs> Chuck D probably would talk more sense, you know. But you know, right? Yeah, Chuck D kind of gets it a
0: mm-hmm. little bit more than a lot of those male rappers, mm-hmm. uh, especially Killer Mike. I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about? But uh, <laughs> he just one of the niggas like to hear himself talk, and I feel like he's the smartest nigga in the world. He
1: he has, he, has, he he. Has, I said what I said, nigga. Which can, be mm-hmm. under, under the right circumstances, can be great, depending on what you're talking about. Or if you don't, but you know, that leaves no room for self-reflection or 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 thinking that you may have a blind spot somewhere, because we all do, you know. Yes, indeed. So
0: that is pretty much all we have this week, folks. Thank y'all for listening. Um, we, we 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 had a pretty good episode though. We got to talk about the Lizzo debacle. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, like I said, I hope she makes it. Through. I hope things recover for her because the woman is talented. She's not my cup of tea, but hey, she's out here doing the best she can, and may have treated some people like shit. But you know, like like I said earlier, none of us are all inherently good people. You know, we're layered, we have nuance, we have moments, and every day is different. So hopefully she learned that lesson. Uh, we talked about the Barbie movie. We did a review of that. I hope if you haven't seen it, please go see it. It's, it's actually a uh, uh, better than what I was expecting. And then we just have random breakdowns of things we've seen, and saw, and listened to, and never. Oh, before we do go, what what do you think about the new Doji uh, Cat song? Have you heard it?
1: I haven't heard it. <laughs> okay. show, show, okay. us, show us, show us, who went shit. So, girl, okay, keep your song. <laughs> I don't know, I, 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 probably, <laughs> I probably, I probably saw it at one point, but I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, just hadn't had a chance to listen to it. But yeah, that was like, damn, girl. You, I mean. Come for us like like when, Like like trash our trash, like, like my trash, my shit is trash. Like, okay, well, all right. Then your shit trash. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's definitely the energy. Your wishes wish is our command. Right. So yeah, she talk, be like right a,
0: yeah. She my shit. She she can't get rid of she talks shit about her fans and they come right back. It's like mm-hmm. very weird dynamic. But um but yeah, man, it's just been good time. Oh, No Name has an album coming out this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this summer, so that'd be interesting uh, to see how what she sounds like on this one. Uh, I, I do kind of miss uh, back in the day with the summer anthem type thing. I don't really feel like what there's a song summer anthem this year. Uh, I know the the Victoria Monet song is kind of big, "On oh My Mama," but oh yeah, but I just don't. I don't
1: know. Uh, say, uh, well, going back to Doja Cat, "Say So" was kind of one for twenty twenty, you know, the, you know, in a way. Um, oh, no, more, Oh, yeah, "Say So" yeah, was a, so was, a, yeah. was, a, was, a was a big one. I guess yeah, you couldn't that. Uh, on the other side, "Do a Looper," you know, that levitate was pretty, a pretty big one, same year. Um, yeah, even um, um,
0: I think that the twenty twenty one was it twenty two
1: with Doja came back out with another album with
0: SZA. kiss me more. Yeah, it kind of leaped into the
1: summer. And they kissed me more. So prior. It, it, it sounds very summery, so maybe yeah, it could have been a big one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but,
0: uh, and then Renaissance came out before the summer, but you know, by then, by summertime, we everybody had it, the it,
1: dance for yeah, um, in July, August. Yeah, So <laughs> my soul. Yeah, right. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess well, the the Barbie song was made some waves with Nicki Minaj oh, and Ice the, Spice. Um, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, that one is uh, man. I can't believe Nicki. Oh, you want to know how Lizzo is going to make it sky free? Lizzo's going to survive because Nicki Minaj made our goddamn tough line. Like that woman for all her shortcomings, she cannot fail because somehow some way she's going to find a way to, to make a song or a feature and still be relevant and her her, her following will not let her follow. Mm. So yeah, I guess, you know, Props, props to longevity. Mm. But uh, that's all we have this week. Thank y'all for coming to another episode of The Side. I, I am Side, Bobby.
1: And I'm uh, Pete Smart,
0: And we appreciate y'all so much. Uh, thank y'all for supporting us, listening to the show. Uh, we hope to be back soon with another episode. Uh, probably do some reviews and uh look, probably preview what's coming out this fall, even though that might be limited due to the writing and mm. uh, actor strike. Which, uh, which, and we we gotta do a whole episode about that. Um, yeah we, do. Yeah, on we, that.
1: yeah, we touched on it last yeah. episode. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, right. it's definitely dragging uh, on, Also, so.
0: Oh, yeah, also, I need to see uh, who clon- who cloned
1: Tyrone. I still haven't seen that. I haven't either. Yeah, that's something that's I want to watch.
0: So. Right. So, as always, keep your eyes open and your eyebrows raised. Uh, be safe out here, y'all. Love each other. Stay hydrated and just just be good to people. We out.